Amen. Y'all go ahead and make your way in. We're going to get ready to worship this morning. Anybody here want to worship? One or two people? Come on now. Anybody ready to worship this morning? Hallelujah. Hey, y'all can visit when we're done. Come on now. Y'all can visit when we're done. We're getting ready to have a good time in Jesus. Come on, stay up this morning. We're going to do worship song real quick. Let's lose up and ready to go. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus. We like to have a little fun. Somebody spirit will high five this morning. Hallelujah. Ooh, listen, we can have a little bit of fun. You can sit for just a minute. 
we like to have a little bit of fun when we put up service, you know, get our blood flowing, and that's just a good song to do with. Come on. So, this so the one you can see we're right here on the screen. We're using a different software. Uh, what happened is, is because as you tell, the room is selling it. We're going to start using the balcony people there to be able to see what's going on. Uh, number two, that about this is I'm now strict to the stage. Anybody that's been around here long to know is like the trim down there. And it's going to be hard. That's right. It's going to be hard. I, I can do all things Christ. This is still going to stretch you. I'm just being serious. Uh, but no, it won't get worse. Come on, we can do this. So, listen, your bullet in there, there's a few things I want to know I really like. I'm so used to be on here. I left my bullet in right there. It's so sad. But that's right. So sad. Uh, immediately following the service today, we're going to have a very quick, short uh, biz meeting. And, uh, it's, we've got to make a resolution. We, we've got a resolution. We've got to make a change to move our biz meeting from the end of February to the end of March. We're going to change the word February. put March in this space. And so we're going to do that right after service. So uh, after service, we are visiting what we're going to do. We're going to try to move our member back in. And we're going to sign up, you know, do our normal stuff. And we'll do quick business meeting. We'll see how long it takes. Uh, that's the thing I want to share with you also. And uh, we've got uh, membership. If you're interested to be a member, you can come for a while. You're like, oh, what? I want to be part of this family. We're a family. This is uh, who we are. And uh, we're crazy, but you were crazy beforehand. So uh, we're crazy family for God. And uh, we're kind of peculiar. The boss says you're peculiar, so I'm peculiar. Uh, I was weird before I got Dave's, and I have the reason for being weird. Uh, just what the skinny kid. But uh, there's membership back in the back uh, right there, and you can grab one of those. Uh, and also, if you've been here for at least a year, a minimum of a year in your hand, and you're willing to serve as a deacon, we have questioners back there. Come see me before you grab one of those, if you will, because we need to know. Um, because our divine is very quick approaching like today. Uh, so, yeah, if I find a body, I probably tune attention. Uh, same there on the board. Uh, we'll see about that. But anyway, so we've got that, and, uh, you know, listen, there's a lot of great things. God is, God's doing amazing things. Let me tell you, we are the living church. We're not a dead church. And the church is building, though, the church of the people. And can I tell you that we're having people saved out on the streets? I had a message last week there in the service. Somebody accepted Christ. He sent a message after service. So I'm connecting them. The week before, we had somebody walking Facebook. It's, it's just God's doing things. He's on the move, man. And we need to continue to show the gospel outside the building. Gospel is not only shared inside here. It's outside. And then here come accelerate. Amen. That's why we have a revival atmosphere, because we're accelerating what God is doing all along. We're not coming here just to celebrate. But and so today, I get to celebrate one more thing. Is, remember, I talked about membership. We had a couple that's come here for a while, and so they want to be a part of our family. And then I bring them up front and do all that. So we've got Earl and Wayne, Norman, and Eric. Stand down and wave, everybody. Uh, we're a part of our family here. And uh, you know, listen, and so one of the things that's really weird about us, or me, uh, one of the things I put in there, and they saw this, and uh, is inside the membership packet, is that one little blurb in there says, fight for unity. We fight for each other, right? We fight for each other. And, and somebody wakes up and starts gossiping. Don't you dare see that in my house. Get, stomp it out. We don't, we don't play God. We play any dis, disorderly type of stuff like that. But if you come in here to pull somebody out, I'm going to pull you out. Because really don't fam do that. Listen, I'm not getting on with my sister all the time, but somebody comes up and mess with her as a problem. I can mess with her, but nobody else can. And, you know, so family protects family. And there is power in unity. And I have seen so much disunity in the body of Christ, especially 2020. I'm not going to preach about this right now, but I want to. Uh, that we've got to fight for unity in the house again. There's power for unity. And there's a dividing spirit that is going through the church. It's dividing. We can't up with. So, you know, that one of the weird things in our art is that kind of we compare a lot of the places. We fight for unity in this place, man. So, welcome to the family. So, I'm going to pray over you. Y'all put your hands over there. And I'm going to pray over you. Father, I thank you for this family, for wanting to be a part of our family. And Lord, the shepherd over this house, Father, I speak in their life right now. But protection, Father. Devil, they are under protection of this house. And this house is under protection of Jesus Christ. Lord, I know they're already saved and serving you and they're protected there. Now they have an additional protection and covering upon their life. Lord, I pray that that, that covering continue to walk over them in the home. They would be blessed. They would be free from any sickness. Their finances would be blessed. I just release spirit of freedom in their home and peace in the name of Jesus Christ. And I thank you for what you're doing in their life as well as what you're doing here. If you agree with shout amen to me this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen. Love you. Thank you for, for being part of God doing here again. If you want members packs, you can grab one. All right, so we're gonna move past that stuff and do some other fun stuff. I love to give. 
I love to give. I make my living on my giving. That's, you know, I can out of God. And, uh, you know, my pastor was here uh, preaching, and he ta- told you all the things that I've said. You know, what the Word of God says that give it, shake it, press down, shake it, and give it, run over, show me, and give it to you. That's how me and my family have lived since we got saved. And, uh, you know what? God has always blessed us. He's always taken care of us. He's always busy. No. But, you know, I learned a new saying when I got here. I didn't grow up around cows. I grew up in Crowley, which is, you know, fields. And, uh, you know, what? I started seeing the scripture a little bit differently. I love how God does that. It, the scripture says that God owns a cow on a thousand hills. Right? God owns a cow on a thousand hills. And now that I need my life, you know what I tell them? Now that I understand cows a little bit more, thanks to Duty and AC, John, and all them. Daddy, can you sell a couple cows? I, I gotta have you today. Can you sell a couple cows? Just some simple, you know? And, you know what? So, today we're gonna give. We're gonna bring our tithes. That's the word God instructs us to do. We're also gonna bring offering. And so, you put that slide there. You can give in many different ways. You can go to the church. You like age at church. Giving, you can give there. I'm going to try the next give, and you, and you do that next give, it brings you to the website directly, uh, but it's a bit easier. Or you can write a check to life, or you can even give cash. You like cash? Uh, if you're feeling general, drop your, your, your credit card in there, we'll take care of it for you. No, wouldn't that? That's why I tell you every year, don't put Christmas in the credit card, in which you have. Don't, don't put yourself in debt. But then, so today, we're going we're gonna to bless the Lord. I love blessing the Lord. I love bringing offerings to him. And we're gonna, I am preaching up that little later, but not giving. But you see, when I get there. So today, there's many different ways to do that. If you're visiting, we're not asking anything. I just enjoy you. Sit at the table and eat, and enjoy what God has to do in this place today. And we're not going to ask you to clean up afterward. Let the other guys, but, you know, do that since you remember. But, you know, we're not asking you to give. So we're going to have some gentlemen come through. We're training our children. They're going to come around their buckets. So I'm going to pray for us, and we're going to let them come through and do that. Amen. So, Father, we, and we thank you for you being in this place, God, because we already feel your presence here today. Lord, I, I come to you now, and as we all do, to bring our tithes and our offerings. Lord, I pray you would smile down upon these gifts today as bring to you. Bless them, Father. Lord, use the realm world to reach lost and the hurting. Lord, especially right here in Marfield, Mr. area, where there are people that need Jesus. Multiply this money in the church that we may use to reach the lost, which is why we exist. So, Lord, thank you for all that you've done, all you're doing. And I thank you that we can give today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for giving. Go ahead, as y'all come up and do this. Listen, if you are visiting and having a chance to speak to your children, we'll go after worship. Uh, I'll go around to that. You'll see them. All you got to just run by uh, 12. Where are they at? 12? Okay. All right. I'm just being sure. Uh, children and growing back there. I love it. So, you know, we're going to have our children back there. But listen, if you want to worship with one flash, we have flags here. Feel free to worship with flag. The only thing I ask is you're done just leaving the floor, leave on your chair, because we'll disinfect after. We disinfect all this stuff every week. And uh, we, get, we get out, so join in and worship this, because that's something else. It's uh, kind of, I, I like to work hard. I like to get in the presence, amen. I like to get in the presence, and I'll fight for it if I have to, amen. So, hallelujah. I think that's everything I have to say. I'm going to sit down behind there and put my ear back in. So, can I have that right with you? Thank you. I'm having a shirt today. Definitely gets a walk. Yeah, the only thing is, is you know, these monitors I got plugged all in. I can hear them. It's life's so much easier, though. Hallelujah. Anybody ready to worship this morning? Oh, no. Can, can I play with the condition just in it? Yeah. Yeah. The heaters are not on, y'all. It's just fans. But it, it's all this, this heat, you know. All these people come here. It's fixed to get warm. Uh, it's okay. I don't mind it. Listen, I don't, I don't mind riding a horse. You know, I learned a long time ago riding a horse. Riding a horse. I can't drag a dead one, but I can turn around one. I can't drag a dead horse. Not big enough. You know what? I did figure out how to make him turn. It was really crazy one week. So, you know what? Let's worship this morning.
and change our lives again. One thing we ask of you, Jesus, one thing that I desire, as I wish of you, Lord, come and change my life. Arise, 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 stay your place. And I'm playing, I'm like, I'm not missing this. She bailed me out. Hallelujah. Jesus. Just wanna be with you. 
changed right now in your presence. We will never be the same. We will never be the same when we walk out of this place, God. Jesus. You are here, working in this space. 
Mountain. 
Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is he good? All time, amen. Hallelujah. Listen, our children are going to go ahead and head to the back over here. We can about to be seen. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Richard Beam. Bailing me out of there. That's okay. All right, I'm going to try this. I'm going to see how it works. I'm sure how this is going to work. Oh, thank you. Jesus. Nice, yes, sir. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let me get some water. Man, it's so good to see how I'm cheering heading away. We've got to train him up, amen. That's right. Right. You know, I was listening to a song this morning. And I just kind of put this down on paper. It wasn't part of my notes. It was something, you know, I had him on this morning. I get here early, and, and about 7 o'clock, and the music on, and just work up and try to spend time with the Lord. Because at 8 o'clock, I'm music practice, 9.15, trying to pray and do other things. And about 10 o'clock, so, like, you know, I'm time, like, right there. But he was singing that song. He says, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. And I was like, man, I love that. You know, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. And then I was just like, you know what? I don't know what to do, but my heart is been. I don't know what to do, but my spirit is willing. And I was just like, you know, I, I like that. I have to try to add some words into that song. Amen. Listen, I want to preach about something today. About freakness. Now, listen, I'm not, we've got visitors here and we've got newer people, so you've probably never heard our story. But I don't stand up here and preach to you about gifts because I read about it. I preach to you about forgiveness because I walk. And I'll share some of that story with you this morning. Um, listen, I didn't grow up church. Yeah, I had some, you know, had some experience. My uncle bring me to church. Uh, my grandmother was uh, not a Pentecostal. My mom didn't follow that whenever she uh, got old enough and graduated. My experience with, with church wasn't always a great thing. Um, Trying to turn this off quickly. But then here I am. I'm 19, 20 years old, and, and the Holy Spirit starts trying to get hold of me. And I was crying because I was fighting. And uh, my first experience of the Holy Spirit I can remember was I was standing in this little shotgun church. I had a shotgun. There was a door on my hand. There was a door on this. And, and it was pews. And, and I was in the military. I was in the cold floor in my class leader. Have you ever had a person that influenced your life and you to go find up? That's who that guy was me. Dave, I don't know if I'll ever find him. You know why? He was mad. That was all I knew. I had good luck with that. And I tried. I've tried. I'd love to go tell him thank you. 
this little unsaved guy right here, he brought me to that church service, and uh, man, the Holy Spirit, I felt, pushed me up into the aisle. You know, knowing what that was, turns try to see who pushed me to want to because I literally got pushed into the aisle. I came back to pew, and I hit on one knuckle, like, do it again, sir. Do it again. I almost went nothing over there. And so he gave me a book, Good Morning Holy Spirit. Some people like it, some people don't, but I promise you this, it impacted my flat. I still didn't get saved until much time after that. God was trying to prepare me for what was coming, because after that, me and my father did not have a good relationship. Uh, you know what? I wish I could back because the things that I learned about him now changed my perspective. The problem was I was 16, 17, 19 years old. I knew everything and hitting. And uh, we, we had a very difficult relationship. I was killing him one day. He brought his gun. And I put it back at him. I went, oh, did he's a police? And so he wasn't, you know, he wasn't enough for me. a lead gun. And we, we didn't have a good relationship. But for a team, which is coming up, team three, he shot and killed a police officer. I'm going to do not enough yet. And here you got this young guy. I come back from funeral and I've got serious anger issues. Serious anger issues. Like I tried to kill somebody that week. And my first had to be all of them because I was trying to rip his throat out. Yeah, I was about bigger on though, but then serious to my duration. Really was. I was six foot 140 pounds. I was, I was tiny. Yeah. Y'all can't tell. My life was good. And um, after 25 years, it's shit. I say all of that to tell you this that I'd get saved a few years later. And God had to start walking process of forgiveness. Because one, I didn't look at my dad. I didn't. But now I've been angry for the woman to kill him. I should have been happy about it. I was. You know, I do not ever remember my father telling me, love me or that he was proud of me. I was, I was a great distance runner, truck runner. I could do all of those things. Bro records did all these things. But Valentine's weekend, I was home for his birthday. And he walked out, he gave me a hug. First hug I ever remember my life. He said, I love you, proud of you. And that Friday he was killed. And I was mad that he took that from That's what I'm mad about. You know, many years later, after being saved and, and Lord walking through and dealing with anger issues and all the things that, that he had pulled out because I could do them, bro. I could have done myself. I wouldn't have needed him, but I couldn't do it. But you know what the Lord had me do? He had me find a lady, shot, killed, and called her. Tell her that I forgive her. Yep, I did. And I called her and had a long conversation with her. And I remember laughing, and she was like, what's so funny? I said, you know, you told me that you've prayed for me and my family every day since that happened. Only my younger sister was serving Christ that time. You have prayed us all in. <laughs> think about that. And I remember telling this lady, did you know what I think probably be one of the greatest moments of my life is to go to our church and worship alongside you, my sister in Christ, and love to share our story with the congregation of how I come to meet you. Oh, I don't like what she did. I don't like how the outcome and all the other stuff. But you know, I love to forgive. And I'm not saying that, that oh, I forgive in this. No, no, I forgive in. Like, literally, I could go sit down. I'm just being urged on stage. I could go sit down next to her and tell her I love her in Christ. I'll never like what she did. But, but a lot of people, oh, I forgive, but I don't forget. Well, there's no country song about that. Yep, very that shit to handle it, you know, and keep on back to it. And I don't go back to it. Time where I'm, you know, I'm grieved because of missing that my children never got to meet my father. I'm like, anyways, yeah, it's, but the forgiveness is truly in a wash. But you know, Lord taught me things along the way, and this is part of what I like to teach when I teach about forgiveness. There's a lot more in forgiveness than you ever think about. You think it's nothing more than, oh, God, forgive her. I pray. No, can you truly pray for them that they will be blessed? That truly they will be blessed. Not because I have to. I don't pray for her because I have to. I pray for her to she assist in Christ. So I'm, I'm gonna, I want to show you a few scriptures this morning. I don't know how far I'll get or if I can follow this thing because. When I talk about forgiveness, it's not something I read. It's something lived. I don't, I don't need a lot of, of the notes and things. I want you to, to go over to Mark chapter 11. We are going to show some scriptures in here. Mark chapter 11. There will be a bottle screen. Again, we're working on this new software, so we're working the bus. But Mark chapter 11, verse 22, the King names. And Jesus answering that unto them, have faith, have faith in God. For verily I say to you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be I removed, be cast to the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe in those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatever he says. Hold right there. I'm talking about forgiveness, 
and preaching about man move faith. Did two even come together? Well, we love that scripture, but we don't want to be funded because it costs me something. Look at the next verse. Verse 2 4. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Verse 25. And you stand praying. There's a little word right there. Forgive. Ooh. You have ought against any that your father also, which it had made give you. Wait a minute. I thought we were talking about mountains and faith. <laughs> you know how you have no power in prayer? It's because you've got a lot of murder in your heart. Murder in my heart. If you have hate against your brother in your heart, it's murder. If you haven't forgiven, you can't let go of. They're probably involved in. They're like kin cousins or, you know, twins. I don't know what word you want to use. They're right there. Verse 26, look at this. But if you do not forgive me for your father, which is heaven, or give of your trespasses. Why you just think of this for a second? No matter how bad they were to you, how bad were you to the father? Did the thing that I've done in my life, it still dumbfounds me that I can forgive them. <laughs> like, really? Really? You know, the older I got, I could tell stories my mom every night. And she said, you what? Yeah, my dad. But no, there's no stories I won't tell her. I'll never tell her. Never going to happen. Now, the older she gets, she's getting a little more forgetful, so chances are she wouldn't remember anyways. I do not do it. Not do it. But God can forgive me. And you see, that, that was the whole thing. Everybody has a different experience with salvation, but can I tell you that when I bowed my knee down to Christ, on that day, it was a Christian convert in a church, great Christians, they've been trying to get me to come forever. It was on the TV, and they would come on Saturday morning after about all night long, and they'd wake us up early, and I'd by Jesus, there's not what I'm here now. Slam the door in their face, every time. Slam the door. I, I want to hear you, I want to sleep. That's what I'm going to do, sleep. Crazy Christian, man. And then one day, I woke up late, which is the norm, and I'm going to go eat, and the base already closed, dude. I'm going to get 99 cents to the Frig Mac because we're on sale. That was how long it was. I don't think you keep the bread now, 99 cents. But that's okay. So I'm like, no, i got to get some, something to eat. And this is my process. I'm just going to share you some of the process that you understand. It's what like that. It was a process. And like any good lost sinner, chasing after the world, I said, I need to go eat. I've got enough gas to get to the club. And the time's covered hard start. Not again before covered charge. Yes. So in the door knock, I open it because I am not the normal time of the great Christians. Hey, man, I want to buy you a concert. Oh, he sticks his foot in the door. I'm like, bruh. And then he pops out with this. He says, listen, because I just want to offer you this. I want you to come to our concert tonight. No, I'm interested. How about I bring you something to eat first? <laughs> but that wasn't the best part. And the concert will be done, and make sure you get out of there so you get to the level of coverage charge. <laughs> I had the exact bait I needed that night. So I went eight. It was a couple hours. Just right across from the church. I any time studios. I went to that concert. And this concert, I heard him share the gospel with skits and different things that they did. And when that pastor got out there and shared, at the very end, I was like, you need shut up, but you keep talking about this altar, and I just need to get there. I don't even know why. And when he see yeah, I ran, and hopped on my knees, I was bawling. You know what? Got up and cut anymore. I don't, don't, don't care if kingdoms or not. It's not. Don't care what it says. It's not. I just don't care. It's not, it's not something there. God began to teach me to forgive, and I had to forgive me, and I began to forgive others. And he walked me through that process. One day, he said, I want you to call. It was a process, guys. But what I learned was the scripture here that if I can't forgive, I can't have power. You know what I bothers more than anything is a Christian that has no power. He's a dot on the cross to forgive me. Then he's in the Holy Spirit to live inside of me. I can have power to be a witness. The same spirit raised him from the dead is inside of me. And he said, go in likewise. Raise dead, cast out demons. He said, go do these things. But there are so many Christians walking around with power. And you want to know why I believe that is? Because we can't forgive. We can't forgive. We come down to the altar and we'll do all these things. And it's all about us. But forgiveness involves another person. 
Bless me, Lord. Bless me. I'm trying to. Can you please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want that. Don't Lord, like it. It's it who I am. Can I tell you that the anger issue I had was my personality? Is how I defended. It's my personality. Till my pastor helped me see that it was my personality, and I had to deal with it. All right, flee. Got to on. Matthew chapter five, verse twenty-three. This was the other scripture that got a hold of me. This was the other scripture that got a hold of me right here. Hallelujah. I'm doing okay. I'm standing in the middle. Standing in the middle. I hate and tie up here. I want to run around. I, he's a good God. I do all things through Christ. Matthew chapter 5, verse 23. Look, look at this. If, if this doesn't get your attention, I'll forgive this. I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> There's nothing else I can do. Matthew 5, 23. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar and remember that your brother has all against you, leave the gift there before the altar and go your way. For be reconciled to your brother and come offer the gift. Okay, let me put in another translation because that one's like King James old. But the message translation. This is how I want you to conduct yourself in these matters. If you enter your place of worship and about to make an offering, you suddenly remember you have a grudge. A friend has a grudge against you or you have a grudge against them. Look, look at that stuff. Another scripture. Yeah. Abandon your offering, leaving immediately. Go to this friend make things right. And then only then come back and work things out with God. Now let me put that in, in real time speech for you. Don't raise your hand, please. I'm not trying to embarrass you. But if that's the whole ghost you let, he's better at it than I am. How many of you were gladly dropping tithes and offerings at the offering but this morning you got anger and hatred for someone? I tell you, it's not going to be blessed. So we do that. Well, God told me I had to do it. It's not what that says. If you bring an offering to the Lord and you have unforgiveness in your heart, don't you dare leave there. Keep it and deal with it. See, that's how serious it is. That you can't even go into your place to worship and say, God, I'm going to set in your throne. No, set in your presence. I want to sit there asking. He's like, yeah, but you need to deal with some things so you can truly experience it. Well, Lord, I don't know if you can do that. You do all things. My spirit. See, I can't hold forgiveness and say, I want to sit in your presence. You know, Meg was singing a song this morning. I love this song. I want to sit at your feet, drink from the cup in your hand. Oh, that cup of forgiveness right there. Remember he told him, do you think the Father sent me and I should drink this cup? That, that cup had a lot of pain in it. But here Jesus is up on the cross. None of you have been crucified. And he was willing to say, Father, forgive them. They don't even know what to do it. I haven't said that when people cut me off in front of, you know, in Lafayette or in Marcel. So can I see that? Hang on a cross. See, forgiveness is so powerful that it opens the door for so many other things. I read across something on my, my notepad. I know a lot of times I write things. I have no clue where this comes from. I'm like, it's in my cup box, so it doesn't tell me when it's made. I've searched. I don't find it anywhere else. I'd love to find give somebody credit for this, but I don't think I did it. I know who did it. It said offense is like poison ivy. It's interesting. This is what it says. Just again, I, I took it out of my box and put it in here. It's, it's not on the screen. Offense can be a poison ivy. You can cut it down, it'll grow back. You can poison it, and poison will also kill everything around it. You can pull it out by the roots again, it'll grow back. When you pull it out by the roots and the till the ground, good thing to nurture the ground is a hard time coming back. I'm like, that's amazing. Really, we direct that. We can take credit. We say we're forgiving. And we're pulling it up by the roof, and then we move on. We just stay away from the person that's like poison ivy. It's killing relationships all around us. We ask for forgiveness, and that is pulling out from the roots, and then we allow the Lord to heal the ground in the area around it. This process is very painful. But if we allow him to plant what needs to be planted in that garden, and to till that garden, it will grow good things. And you know what that made me think of? It was the Garden of Eden. When there was rebellion and sin in the garden, he had to make them leave. You can stand that. Do you want that, that guard, that base to be, to be around you to just, just allow the prison side to flow and to be able to eat of fruit and water? You can walk life forgiveness. It's that easy. Listen, just because I learned to forgive that doesn't mean that I won't struggle in other areas. Trust me. You think you're assuming driving now. 
They know I need to know in. I want to bless them. Some big rambles on the front of my truck and bless them right out of my way. Jesus, they don't have anywhere to go. Please, Lord. Especially on 107 out here, right? Jesus. Oh. John and asked why I go play one. At least can halfway get off and go somewhere else. This guys, I haven't figured this all out. But I have learned how to deal with it when it comes up. And thankfully, God is still one step at a time dealing with me. I got one other section of scriptures I want you to see this morning. This one's a little bit long. It's Galatians 5, 18 through 26. Galatians 5. You get, get anything out of this morning? Okay, hey, one of y'all. Hallelujah. Only one, Lord. No, I heard. Listen, is a preacher. If you get one of me and you're, you're happy. You know, I had a young preacher tell me one time, you know, I, I think you can preach to a crowd. I just want a couple of people. I don't. Why? I mean, the bigger the better. Oh, you can touch more people for Jesus? No, because I had a better chance getting an A out of that many people. Oh, I never thought of that. I guess you will. <laughs> you will. <laughs> I know you love them, so it doesn't matter. Now, most of us know this section, but I want you to see it now that you're thanking forgiveness. Galatians 5.18. I'm going to read off the screen. Or it's a sure uh, King James first. Beyond. I didn't put it. Oh, let me read it. Then. But you be led by the Spirit and you're under law. Now the work of the flesh are manifest, which is adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emotions, wrath, strife, seditions, yeah, all these kingdoms, word, heresy, ending, murder, drunkenness, reveling, such like. Which I tell you, for as I have also told you, pass. They which do such things shall not enter the kingdom of God. But fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, song, spring, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Again, such there's no law. They that are pride have crucified flesh, the affections in us. If you live in the Spirit, let us walk also in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous. Of vainglory poking one another, being one another. Can I read this plain English for you? It's going to put it up on the screen. Galatians 5 22 in the message. But what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way the fruit appear in an orchard. Remember, we're talking about a garden that needs to grow. You need to root out unforgiveness and allow it to till some things. So now that ground has been prepared, what can grow? Let's look at it. He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way fruit appear in order. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity, we develop willingness to stick with things. Look at this. A sense of compassion in heart and conviction that our basic holiness, basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to be forced, not needing to force away life. Able to marshal and direct our energy wisely. Look at all the self-control and all the things that come out of it. Uh, yeah, there. Legalism is helpless in bringing this about. It only gets in the way. Among those who belong to Christ, everything connected with getting our own way and mindlessly responding to what everyone else calls necessities is killed off for good, for good, you're crucified. All those necessities in life that we call ourselves trying to get are no longer important when we truly turn our way, our heart over to Jesus. Is there another one? Okay. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, life of spirit, let's make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea. I don't want this out of a life. In our hearts, our heads, or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every detail of our life. That means we will not pair ourselves with each other as if one of us were better and another worse. We have far more interesting things to do with our lives. Each of us is an original. You were an original masterpiece. Those things can grow in your life, and you get rid of all of the poison ivy and all the things. Can I tell you had an experience with poison ivy when we bought a property here in town? There's a road they'd been there forever and every day, and the trees had grown over it. And so we started cutting them back. And I'm telling you, I was heading back 10 feet worth of branches because his head just had grown. And I'm going through them, and there's so much reason to activate to pull them out, and there's vines and everything else. Well, it was poison ivy, poison oak, anything else you can imagine. I'm not urging to it, but we found my wife is. And Island is a little bit, son. So, after three trips to the doctor, we finally got poison ivy out of her system. And then she could look at it and he'd get, like, he'd cross the, ro uh, the road, you know, over there on the side, and, and that was it. And it affected her so much that we don't have to use that high-sensitive uh, clothes detergent and everything. We can't use all that sensitive stuff anymore. 
because it affects her. And then it keeps coming back and poisoning, poisoning, poisoning. But you know, I realized the house that was on the front was foreclosed on. Nobody was there. So I had the grass one day. There was big vines growing all through the yard. Poison ivy. I've never seen it like that. I've only seen it where it comes up and goes up a tree. It had shot off the yard. And I'm like, okay, guys. So I grab my gloves and start pulling it up, trying to find where its roots are. And I pull it out. And I poisoned that root. And I put it out. And I just kept them back every couple weeks. And I kept poisoning and poisoning. And eventually, I kept the grass cut down where it started smoothing out. And the grass come up and killed it. And now all I have to do is walk around and see if it's art. Do I thought that ivy, that poison ivy was so interesting? Because I had to deal with that. And again, it made perfect sense to me up these things in our eyes. Listen, God wants you to walk in forgiveness because forgiveness has power. Forgiveness even has freedom. You know, I see the picture that we walk around and we're just like this all the time, trying to hold up all of these things that we want to go of. I can't give God. I, if I forgive him, who am I going to be? My life is wrapped around hate him. We laugh, but that's very true. Our identity gets wrapped up in hating him. I tell you, your identity needs to be wrapped up in Christ. The one that taught us that we can forgive all things. No matter what they do to us, all things. So we walk around, let people run over. Meekness is my weakness. But you know what? I, I don't have to hold a grudge to give people like that. I don't have to hate people. I don't. I don't like what to do. And I'll perform. Fruit in their life, not fruits of goodness. They're fruits of the world and they're roots of evil. And so I know that that's not a brother or sister in Christ because of fruit that they're bearing. But I don't hate them. I, listen, I've done bad things. <laughs> I don't got to judge me. If I start judging them, I got to be judged. I got to judge at the same level. Whew, I don't want that. So then, you can walk in forgiveness. If this guy can do it, you can do it. It's not easy. And it doesn't happen overnight, generally. But along the way, you can learn some very interesting. I, I didn't even go into half of the things that I could have shared with you today about, about how I walk through forgiveness, how God taught me to forgive. I just shared the, the, the summary version for you. That, that forgiveness, once I got saved, probably took uh, 10 or 12 years to be able to get to that point. But I did learn to love people around me. You see. So today, I want to pray for us. We can truly forgive pray for us that can truth for them. But before we do that, y'all got something real soft and put it on. If you're here today or you may be watching online and you've never accepted Jesus, like I told you earlier, my life didn't change before Jesus. If I could have done this without him, I would have done it set in a club. But I couldn't because my life was a wreck. There's only one person, Jesus Christ, that can forgive us and, and help us change. And you, know, you can ask my mom, cuss like a sailor because I was a sailor. I cuss like crazy. Mom used to say all the time when I go visit and God took that away. That's what he did for me. He can do that for you. may do other things. He can do other things. So if you're here today, you say, Pastor, I don't know Jesus like you know him. He's, he definitely not my Lord and Savior like that. I've said a prayer, but I don't know if I can make my heart to him like that. Just sleep hand real fast. I want to pray with you today. Now, again, I'm not trying to embarrass anybody, but I tell you that I didn't wait to shut up to go on altar, being honest, because there's something about all today. He slept up hands and all that. Listen, whatever I got to do today with you and to help you on the journey that God to me on so many years ago. If you're just like, slide your hand real fast. Pastor, I Jesus like that. Man, amen. Hallelujah. So listen, I was just going to leave you in a prayer. I'm talking to you after service briefly as well. Come us this. Dear Jesus, forgive me what I've done. Forgive me of all the things I've done in my life that just are not good to you. I accept right now you as some God. I accept that you can forgive me of my sins. I ask you to forgive me of all the things that I've done wrong. Clean me of them. Wash me clean. And I confess that Jesus Christ is some God. That he was crucified, killed, buried, and came back to life. Now he sits in heaven next to the Father. And I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. I am no longer bound by this world. For if you said that you accept him as your Lord, you confess you've been with the word of God. There's many different ways to pray that prayer. 
accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And I say Lord and Savior because a lot of people want to say you're a get out of jail free card, you know, get a hell card, but we don't submit. And it's submissioning. The Bible says that the angels in heaven are rejoicing because of what you did today. And I rejoice with you. Again, I'm going to speak to you briefly after service, but I'm going to pray for us today if I can briefly. Father, I thank you for what you have taught me. Lord, that you're continuing to teach me. Today, I pray that every person in the sound of my voice, even months and years later, will get the words, your words, and the experiences I have spoken. And by your spirit, Lord, they will forever change their lives. Lord, give them the strength today to confess that I have things I need to forgive. I have people that I need to forgive. Because they have to confess that they have to speak, that it has to happen. And give them the strength through your spirit, teach through your word, and people that be along with them, that guide them through the process of walking true forgiveness. Well, we can't hold a grudge and hatred against any brother or sister in Christ, not in the world as bad as it is. Because you've forgiven us how we walk and forgiven us. Give us the strength, Father. Lord, I know there's some here today that need healing their body. Lord, I thank you for healing them now. I thank you, Lord, that you are God that healed thee. You are God that has already touched us. By your stripes, you have healed us. By your stripes, stripes and board, we are healed. And I thank you for those people that are here today, that they're online, could be here. I rebuke the spirit of cancer that has come upon some of our people in the name of Jesus. Right now, I release the spirit of life and health in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I command cells to die and fissured from the body. In Jesus' name. Lord, I pray you continue to protect us as we walk through the earth and there's virus going on. Lord, I pray our divine protection upon your people. And Lord, I, I pray often, Lord, I curse the virus and I speak death to it, committed to her and I. Lord, I'll stay here away upon this earth. Have way on us, Lord. Whatever it takes to get our attention, move back to you. Because something so short is a sickness. If it brings people to you, it will last in eternity. A life to you. So, Father, I thank you for all that you've done and all that you're doing in Jesus' name. You agree with that same in the morning. Amen. You want to grab the kids and we're going to get ready. Uh, so it's an online audience, guys. I'm going to tune off. We're going to do a communion now. Uh, so we love you. Thank you for tuning in today. And uh, you'll part of our service. Watch it again. And we'll be aligned at 7 p.m. Man, bless you.